Hey everyone, it's Taylor, your DM and lore master. Thank you for listening to episode 19 of the Tantalus Tales. Uh, if this is your first time listening to us, I do want to recommend that you start with episode 1, Gnome Sweet Gnome. If you would like to listen to our show memento style, I will not stop you. However, this episode does spoil things for chapter 3, as well as 2 and 1, technically. So, here's your warning. Enjoy episode 19. Previously on The Tantalus Tales. <laughs> Let me get this straight. You, you, you hear this click, you try to dodge, you fail, and then your immediate instinct is to just jump over the counter. Yep. And these iron what's-it-calls-it. Did they just The leave? iron what's-it-calls-its? Yep, that's what they're called now. Yes. We're, uh, the iron knights? Yep. The iron what's-it-calls-it. Yes, the iron what's-it-calls-its. <laughs> Reverse that. The west pentagon on your map is a cleric shop, a, a holy healing. Uh, it is Harold's holy healing hut. Well, that many, uh, that much alliteration is definitely deserving of a visit. I'll just throw a rock down and see how far it goes. Okay. See, I'm gonna listen and see how far it goes. Oh, did you throw it? Yep. Sure. Still going? Yay! All of these cages also have figures in them, and as you walk through the door, Yanko gasps, because in each of these cages is a felis, ranging from fur, uh, white fur, brown fur, gingers, calicos, from all of the different tribes, there are all these felis that are locked in these cages. Um, is there anything you guys want to do with the felis that are trapped? I'm gonna at least undo the IVs and stuff from the, um, from Big yeah, Brother. Yeah, unplug his brother first. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm trying to wake so, him up. So as you, uh, uh, pull out the IV from the, uh, the felis's arm on the table, there is an alarm that begins to sound. Well, shit. We'll put that back in. Quick. <laughs> let's hide. Let's hide. Yeah, let's hide. It just crumples into a hunk of metal on the ground, and the red aura just kind of dissipates into the air, and congratulations, you guys. You have defeated uh, a helmed horror Oh. Yanko is 
trying to wake up his brother on the ground. And uh, amidst the whirring of the machines on the wall, uh, you hear the ting of the metal armor on the ground cooling down. On the ground, Yanko is shaking his brother in an attempt to wake him up. Uh, he puts his ear to his chest, checking for signs of life. Then a, a look of relief falls over his face, hearing a heartbeat, and Yanko says, He's alive! He just seemed to be knocked out. Maybe that's what they were pumping into him. He looks around all the caged Felices, and uh, he grabs a glass beaker on the table that has a, a strange liquid inside and and turns to you guys and, and asks... What do you think this place is? Mm, uh, Experimental place. Uh, pet taxidermy. <laughs> pet taxidermy, okay. <laughs> Very possible. Yeah. Um, so uh, while you guys are uh, talking about what uh, what you think this place is, I suppose... Uh, I want you to roll me a perception check, Plick. Okay. Uh, 15. Nine. Okay. A nine. A nine. Okay, well, uh, at least one of you then, uh, hears a, um, a subtle clicking noise, and a rush of air, uh, passes by you, and as you look towards Yonko... You see him frozen in fear. There's a, a metal crossbow bolt uh, inches away from his face. The uh, the glass container he picked up from the table is uh, suspended in the air mid-drop. And glancing around, you notice that each one of you has a metal bolt near your face. And the machine, you notice, has stopped whirring. The alarm stopped. Everything is still and quiet. What do you do? Just gonna step aside a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd also like to just step aside a little bit. I'm going to step <laughs> closer. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm gonna touch step. the. And then gonna move my head to the side yeah. and kind of poke the arrow. See what happens. Uh, as you poke the arrow, it, it moves slightly, but it just stays in midair. Mm. And as you guys are uh, looking at the situation, uh, you hear from behind you, Well, hello, boys. I'm not interrupting anything, am I? From behind you, Vern steps out of the shadows and ups up to you. And uh, what do you do? What's the password? How do we know you're the real Vern? Uh, he uh, he laughs and, and snaps his fingers and is holding your glamouflage belt in his hands. Mm. Your, that didn't your really solve anything except to make my yes. pants fall off. Yeah, and, really and your pants... Send me Tantalus coin. I'm sorry? Send me money with your send you much. Send you... I feel like that's the car's line, though. <laughs> Bakar only believes it's Vern if he send, uh, sends you money. Well, he'd have the watch only if he's the real Vern. <laughs> Vern wouldn't have a watch. Well, he you guys all that. have the watches. The spider watches? Yeah. 
the the spider spider uh, comms. What? You guys all have spider comms. Vern doesn't. Spider. Vern doesn't need one. Got it. Yeah, the spider comms. Yep, he's not or, a rectifier. Or wristwatches, if that's what you really want to want to call it. Cool walkie-talkies. <laughs> yeah, the, the cool walkie-talkies. On your wrist, in the form of a spider. <laughs> no, really? What? I have that? Yep, we all do. <laughs> but uh, Vern walks over to uh, uh, Orenthil and pulls up his pants for him and clicks his... B- clicks his fingers again. That was and, oddly unnecessary, but okay. And the the Glamouflage belt snakes its way back into your uh your belt loops and such. Oh and, jeez. I don't like things snaking their on. way around me. Jeez. <laughs> you were caught with your pants down and now there's something snaking up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a snake in your boots. Not my best moment. <laughs> it's tough to uh, look, look it's it's hard to look tough pulling your pants up, okay? <laughs> yeah. For sure, uh, but he uh, he he laughs and is like, "Do you believe me now?" Sure. <laughs> but uh, he uh, looks over at Yanko and and says, uh, "Oh, I forgot he was with you. He'll be all right, though. He he he's I've frozen time in this plane of existence. As long as I will it, it'll remain so. But as for you four... I require assistance. I didn't think I'd have to call upon my favors so soon, but I'm afraid something has come up. Uh, an associate of mine, tasked with retrieving a certain item for me, has run into some issues and needs assistance. I thought perhaps you three would be up for a bit of an adventure. Totally. We can all go. Ice can stay here and handle the whole mission himself. No problem. Yeah, generally that's how it goes. This is a favor in return. Do we get a reward afterwards? No. <laughs> uh, I mean, you got your uh, your All cool right. things. That was your payment. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> uh, but when yeah, no, it'll be... When a friend asks for help, you help him. When a friend asks for help, you, you, you do it. Um, it sounds more like a favor. <laughs> you, know, you already helped us, remember? So we help him back. That's how it works. Okay. <laughs> uh, so uh, he uh, he smiles at you and he says, "I'm glad you agree. Follow me." He uh, snaps his fingers again, and a doorway in the shadows opens. Uh, he holds out his hand and ushers you through. What do you call this thing? A shadow? A shadow? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it is a patented Vernon Shador. I'd like one myself someday. Looks cool. Except it I'll is, never be able uh, to find it again when I once I close it. Yeah, that is it is the unfortunate of a Shador. There could be Shadors all over and you would never <laughs> know. This is why you go to the fridge all the time and then you open the door and you're like, I feel like I'm missing something. <laughs> I remember why I got here. That's why you go to the fridge and that's why? Well, it's when you yeah, walk you into a room fridge. and you're like, why did I come in here again? Ah, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> but uh, uh, he ushers you through, and as you pass through the door, 
you find yourself in a uh, swirling, psychedelic space where you appear to be walking on some invisible flooring. Uh, colors, lights, and shadows all dance around you in this void. Uh, Vert. Have some music so, uh, going here, right? Some Skrillex. Oh yeah, Mr. yeah. Blue the uh, the bass drops and you suddenly just fall through this. It's like uh, it's like the uh, the boat ride in Willy Wonka. Oh, the bass drop. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> but uh, colors, lights, and shadows all dance around you in this void. And as Vern follows you through the doorway, he snaps again, and the door shuts behind him. He says. Welcome to my void. It's an oasis of space and time existing outside even the fractured space. It's like my own little home away from home. He waves his hand and a, a long rack of clothing and apparel zooms into existence. I guess he's not he, that concerned about, you know, furnishing the place. Well, not when, he, not when he can uh, snap his fingers and have anything appear. Picard tries to snap his fingers and see what happens. Uh, you snap your fingers, and uh, your index finger and thumb just kind of start floating in space. Great. Things disappear when those. you do that, Picard. Nice. Yeah. I needed that. <laughs> I needed them. Uh, he uh, he swirls his hand and uh, reattaches your finger and thumb. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. No, don't go. No, stop going to pieces on us, there, Picard. Jeez, we need your help. <laughs> Hey, I have never been back to full, full uh, one whole person in a while. <laughs> I, I, I just, I, I think I just uh, cut my finger on the edginess of that comment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just so now Bakar's an edge lord. Got it. He's always been a bit of an edge lord, but now he's in the uh, <laughs> drunken bastard stage of that edge lordness. Have you drank anything in the the last, like, uh, however long? Hey, he doesn't drink on a job. Oh, he doesn't drink on the job. Okay. Well, that's good to know. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> unless, unless drink is offered, then he will drink on the job. You know, as long as nothing's given to him, he won't drink. He's like a horse. You <laughs> <laughs> can oh, lead it to him, but he won't drink. drink it. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> All right, uh, but uh, so as he uh, waves this uh, this rack of clothing and apparel into existence, very much like uh, uh, that scene in The Matrix when uh, Neo and Morpheus are suiting up for uh, our well, no, Neo and Trinity at that point. No, I know what you meant. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Um, Although I think those were guns that they were doing that with. Yeah, yeah. But, but, uh, point. Yeah. Uh, so you have this this long. Uh, rack of uh, uh, different costumes and stuff, and he says, uh, before we get started, you four are going to need disguises. Where you're going is in a perpetual state of Hallow's Eve. Mm. So if you if you aren't dressed up in something, you may get some unwanted attention from the locals. What would you, well, uh, what would you like to dress up as? I'm sorry? <clears throat> Well, I will be taking an all-silver suit, please, with a wolf's head mask, please. With a wolf's head mask. All right, all right. Uh, he uh, and a nice fedora his... with a feather on it. <laughs> so a so kind of a silver pimp wolf 
Yeah, with like a long, like a long coat sort of thing. A long coat. All right. So he uh, waves his hand, and uh, the clothing all shuffles. And in front of you is a on a on a hanger is a a nice silver suit uh, with a with a uh, I I would assume you're going with uh, purple again, since you seem to enjoy that color for uh, hats. You know what? Sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. A big, a big pink feather on it. Oh yeah. Yeah. A uh, little bit of uh, like kind of zebra leopard prints, uh, black and white leopard prints on the uh, on the brim. What else is there? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you could have you could have gone with that. I'm a silver fox. Nope. And it would have been so. Uh... <laughs> Oh, my Someday. character's not old enough for that. No, he's only like 150. Jeez. Yeah, I was actually thinking about that, but now I'm gonna. I can't do it. <laughs> well, you should have spoke up sooner. Yep, I failed. <laughs> well, uh, uh, he uh, waves his hand again, and a a small, like, 30s, 40s style uh, beach, uh, dressing room uh, pops up uh, off to the side and. He uh, offers you a place to change, if gotcha. you if you are modest, I suppose. Well, not really, but I'll take the opportunity since he went through the trouble. <laughs> and uh, we all know Bakar is not modest oh, at all. Oh, for sure. That's why he didn't make one for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he turns to Bakar and asks, "What uh, what what would you like?" I would like a mage outfit, except make it all red. A red mage outfit. No, mage that's all red. A, a mage that's all red. Uh, he <laughs> he uh, waves his hand and the clothing rack again shuffles. And in front of you is a is a uh, a wizard robe, but it's in a, a, a mage robe. Excuse me, uh, but it's more. It's more velvety and it has a a nice nice collar to it, and inside nice one of the pockets, velvet. yeah, in one of in one of the pockets is a a smoking pipe, and Woo. curled up in the other pocket is a a newspaper, because it is a a mage that is all red. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and can I have a walking stick? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, he uh, he flicks his uh, wrist a bit, and a a bucket of uh, different uh, walking staves and such uh, pop up in front of you, and he uh, offers you the the pick of the litter. Is there one with a sword in it? It just like comes out. There can be sword cane. Sword cane. The pipe. As you, uh, as you look at it, you realize it's it's dripping with a bit of a liquid, and uh, if you if you uh, blow on it, uh, <laughs> the bubbles bubbling out of it. Bubble pipe. <laughs> it's a bubble pipe. Uh, you're a you're a child. Car <laughs> uh, may be older, but he is still a child inside. But so you are. Uh, so you have a well a mage that is that is all red, R E A D. 
Uh, he uh, he chuckles at his own joke um, and turns to ice and tea and uh, says, what would you like? Well, we're conflicted because he doesn't want to dress up. Um, so how fancy? Like, do you have to be fancy at all? You'd be a squid. Well, here's kind of what we were thinking. I want to be dressed up as a giant, and he'll be a full-size dragon. Okay. Um, so he ponders for a second, um, and says, I've got it. And he, uh, he snaps his fingers, and the clothing racks, uh, Shuffle once more, and... and off of it comes a uniform for the New York Giants. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Why do you read my mind? <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> sure as shit. A uh, a uh, in front of you is a a jersey, uh, with uh, a a on the back it says Giants. And at this point, I have no idea what else. Uh, uh, no, on the back, it says Giants and uh, um, T E E. Uh, so, so T. And it is. Uh, hmm. It is a uh, one fourth instead of a number. <laughs> nice. And. Uh, <laughs> so you you've got a jersey. It's got a nice little uh nice little hat to it and uh cleats and whatnot. So you are dressed as a a uh New York giant. Can he have a helmet? Can he have a helmet? Do you have a helmet? Yeah. All right, yeah, sure. Well, he's going to have like a batting helmet. I want just like a baseball cap. Oh, oh. Uh this is for both of you? Yeah. We changed oh, okay. Mind. Oh, you both want you both want to be a uh, giant. Yeah. Okay. Uh so uh Vern waves his hand and a, a small uh batting helmet uh appears in front of you in your in your palm and uh you can uh, attach it as you wish onto ice and uh also a small bat Little, little, little tiny little slugger. L- little tiny Louisville slugger. Does it have a slug on it then? And it's 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 a slug, yes. It's a tiny slug in the form of a bat. It's a petrified <laughs> slug. <laughs> uh but yeah, so you guys are all dressed then in your silver pimp wolf. Uh your well read mage. The mask I have is like you can see my face through it. It's kind of like a. So it's like a mascot mask. Yeah, kind of like of a. Well, kind of kind of like a a hood. So it's got like a wolf snout like over my face, like another oh, okay. one like that. So you can see my face through it. Okay, that works. <laughs> and we've got T dressed as a giant. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's beautiful. I love it. <laughs> he says, "Excellent." Now, he uh, 
snaps his fingers and uh, the uh, rack of clothing dis- uh, disappears into the void. And he says, I'm going to take you to the world of graves. Deep in the center of this grave world is the item I'm looking for. I need you to find Nick. He is currently locked in combat with the locals. In the general populace, they tend to be rather friendly. But as you get closer to the item in question, they begin to get very protective. And then under his under his breath, he uh, states, <coughs> It may or may not be the keystone of their religion. <laughs> oh, really? Fuck yeah, time to convert. May not? Well, I'll take that bet. <laughs> may or may not, yes. Uh, and he says, however, uh, I need you to assist Nick in retrieving the necklace in the center of the ca- uh, catacombs under a mausoleum. Once you have the necklace, escape the catacombs and get above ground. Then I'll evac you out. Here, uh, he hands you a scroll with a crudely drawn map of the catacombs below the muse- uh, mausoleum, excuse me. And uh, I'll drop that in here quick for you. The man uh, can create anything with a snap of his fingers, and he used crayons to make this map. Okay. He- he did, he did, he used crayons. <laughs> uh, so there is your uh, crudely drawn scroll map um, of the... So we have to go to every spot except for the star place to make sure we have everything. Uh, yes, the, the the star is where you're going. Uh, and the red arrow is where you will enter in. Right. And make sure we get all that pressure. For sure. Definitely split up. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, so um, he gives you this scroll and he uh, waves his hand once more and produces a small device. It's got an antenna on it and a button on its side. He says, once you're back on the surface, hit this button and I can lock onto its signal to get you out. I'm afraid my magic doesn't work so well on this world. So I'll only be able to drop you off and retrieve you using this beacon. Have you got any questions? Nah. Nah. Uh, He says, very well, and snaps his fingers once more. And below each of you, a hole opens up, and you drop through the void and pop up in a dark realm. It's lit by torches atop wrought iron poles. There are gourds carved in varieties of different terrifying faces and statues frozen in time. Some praying, some holding their hands to the sky. And as you look around, you see gravestones and different statues peppering the landscape as far as your eyes can see. A grave near you has flowers and small treats placed at its base. You can hear music in the distance, a spooky tune to celebrate Hollow's Eve. In the distance, there are figures in different costumes going grave to grave and leaving trinkets. To the north of your location, you see a giant mausoleum. 
and the faint clang of metal on metal coming from that direction. What do you do? It's in the mausoleum. <laughs> I think you're right. I don't know. Read. Yep. Uh, read the group the gravestones. I don't know. Start walking towards it. What would you like to do? I'm sorry. We'll just start walking towards it, and then we'll play the game where you just. You try to find a name within the tombstones. You try to find a name within the tombstones. Yeah. I bet I can find someone with Bob as their name. Uh, Whoever finds one first. As you look around at the graves, the first grave you find actually says, here lies Bob. I win. (laughs) Congratulations. You win the honor of being point. Get going. You're the vanguard. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Isn't Bakar always the vanguard? Yep, but this time it's for serious. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go. Head on north from here. All right, so as you uh, head north towards the sound, the spooky music begins to fade in the distance, and the wind begins to pick up. It sounds like wailing as it chills you to your very bones. Around the mausoleum... There are on them? No. <laughs> yep, there's whalers out there. They're wailing right now. Yeah, they're they're all they're all wailing. It's a bunch of uh, wailing monks just walking around. Uh, as you uh, get closer to the mausoleum, you notice a thick iron gate surrounding it, and the the entrance is ajar. the The front gate is ajar. And there are on the inside of the gate skeletons littering the entrance. There are weapons dug into the ground, chips of stone broken off of the mausoleum, and and the dirty grass all stomped down around it. There it was clearly a fight happening here. Uh, what would you like to do? This is a trap, and this was the Skeleton Wars. It's never stopped us before. <laughs> That's, uh. That has never stopped you before, yes. Alright, I'll open this jar. Uh, I'll, I'll open the gate. So you guys pass through the gate then? Yeah. Alright. So you walk through the gate, the wind stops. As if you're passing through a field of magic, you feel slightly warmer, as the biting wind is no longer at your heels. I want you to roll me a perception check. Ugh. I got... 23. Seven, no, wait. 17. Yeah, 23. 20. Okay, so yeah. Uh, as you guys are in the uh, front courtyard of this mausoleum, you notice uh, one of the skeletons next to the entrance begins to shake and shudder as it reassembles itself and begins to stand up. It pulls a short sword from its ribcage and brandishes it at you. Since you uh, scored so high on your perception check, you also notice out of the corner of your eye several of the other skeletons all reassembling themselves and standing upright, uh, grabbing uh, weapons from the ground and inching closer towards you. I want you to uh, roll for initiative for me.
Hey everyone, it's Taylor again. I just want to thank you again for tuning in to episode 19 of the Tantalus Tales, and also to apologize for the uh, length of time in between episode 18 and 19. Um, life happened, but I think I've got everything in order to get you all set for the next several episodes. I've got, I believe, eight in the chamber now. Uh, so look forward to more. Um, we will soon be recording the first episode of chapter four, and I'm really excited to see how that one goes, uh, because I think you all will like it. Also, uh, before I get back into the action, I do want to thank all of our Patreons, especially those that continue to pay throughout uh, our dry spell as it was these couple of months. Uh, it really helped keep uh, the lights on, essentially, with uh, all the, the podcast stuff. And if you also would like to assist that way, you can find us on Patreon um, or just share us get more people to to view us it it means the world to me to see people talking about our show and i it really makes me happy so thank you all uh but we're gonna drop you back into the action uh i will see you again at the end thank you 12 i think 12 you think i have to check out what my initiative status yeah it's 12 <laughs> um I went from a very unlucky number one, but I can't roll ones. 16. So I went to an at 20. I'm sorry, what did you go to, Connor? Nat 20. Ah, <laughs> you went from a nat one to a nat 20? Yeah. That's fantastic. Uh, so, Orin and Bakar, and then... Uh... The skeletons will take up the rear since they are indeed skeletons and a little slower. Uh, so, T, you have around you eight skeletons. They are all brandishing their weapons at you and looking menacingly. They are the the vanguard of the mausoleum. They protect the entrance. Obviously not particularly well if somebody has already beaten them and gotten through. <laughs> but No, we just sprint. You want to sprint? No, no. I just if we yeah, if we had just tall. sprinted across maybe Billy. Just run around the mausoleum having them chase you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is it, this is the type of um, boss battle where you just you run away and then when they get tired you smack them and then you run away and then you smack them and right? <laughs> whatever you would like uh but t uh what do you want to do um i'm gonna prepare and i'm gonna cast armor of Sh shadows okay which is uh mage armor okay so uh as you uh sit there and you conjure up this this mage armor it uh manifests on your body as uh catcher's padding so you get a little added protection with uh with your slightly uh pulsating shadow catcher's armor <laughs> uh is that all you're gonna do for your turn then yeah okay 
So uh, then, uh, Oren, what would you like to do? Hmm. I'm not sure if arrows will hurt these guys. Make it right through them. They, uh, perce uh possibilities. <laughs> I'm gonna swipe one's head off with my short sword. Yes. Wait, no, I take it back. I'm gonna cut him in half diagonally along his torso. <laughs> okay. Uh, go ahead and roll. Roll in a fifteen. That will hit them. Oh my goodness! All right, let me see what do I in a bit. All right, Di uh, short sword rolls d six, right? Um, I believe yours is yes. Plus two. I get it. seven total on that. Seven total on damage. Yep. Okay. Uh, I think I get yeah. I think I get a. It's a plus one short sword, and then there's another effect that gives me extra damage. That's what I wrote down here. Uh, Maybe that's it... to hit. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll call it a six. Just call it a six. Okay. For damage. Uh, so uh, you take a swing at uh, one of the skeletons with your short sword straight down the middle. You said. Yeah. No. Uh, diagonally, like shoulder to hip. Oh, shoulder to head. So you're attempting to take its head off. No, I meant I cut like, like from the upper shoulder to like right through the uh, the center of his torso, like diagonally. Oh, diagonally. Okay. Cool. 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 Uh, and so you, uh, it, it slices across its, uh, uh, front and kind of just, it glances off of it. It doesn't hurt it nearly as much. Uh, so, uh, you do, uh, three damage to it. Hmm. Hmm. Well, shoot, that didn't do much. Shit. <laughs> well, I guess I get another attack. Well, I guess I can always, no, that won't work. No. Hmm. I'll just attack the same one, try and take its head off this time. If that okay. does anything different. Sure thing. Uh, 14. 14, and we'll hit it. Only got a 4 that time for damage. A 4? Okay. So then uh, as you uh, swing and try and take off its head, it uh, uh, <laughs> as you hit it, it uh, its head spins around comically, and uh, it looks back at you, and even though it doesn't have eyeballs, it looks dazed because <laughs> it just spun around, and... Uh, you do uh, two damage to it. It's not a winning strategy here. I don't think it's something else to do. Uh, I believe that's both of your actions, correct? Yep. My turn's okay. done, yeah. Okay. Uh, Bakar. I'm going to say boo, and then say trick or treat, uh, so, and hold out my bag, so, and hope they put tricks, or tri treats, not tricks. You hope um, they put treats, not tricks? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I tried to say trick and treat at the same time. <laughs> so uh, you hold out a a bag and uh, you say trick or treat to these uh, skeletons who are very clearly menacing toward you. They pause for a second and look at the bag and look at them at each other and then look back at you and then inch closer at you confused and mad <laughs> uh you still have one more action um i guess i'll go after them and attack the one that's closest to me Shit. uh well I, I that doesn't sound great that was a nat one that was a nat one yep <laughs> all right um Go ahead and roll me a. What is what does your uh, longsword do for damage? Is that a D? 
It's a 1d8 plus a 1d4 plus 5 uh, extra damage for... Um, or the 1d4 is the radiant damage. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll a d8 for me. Eight. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, so... That's the opposite of <laughs> that is the opposite of what you probably wanted, yeah. Uh, so you, uh, after uh, demanding treats and or tricks, take your take your uh, long sword of daylight saving, and uh, you you brandish it up above your head, and you slam it down uh, into uh, the rib cage of one of the skeletons. And it it breaks a couple of the ribs, but your sword is lodged into his rib cage. Great. Uh, so time to use my staff. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna do uh, a little bit of damage on that for the uh, skeleton, but you are uh, missing your uh, long sword for the moment. No. You will have to take an action to try and get it out. No. <laughs> Uh, but it is now the skeleton's turn, and uh, I'm actually going to have them roll, since there are uh, eight of them and three of you. I'm going to have the, uh, I'm going to have pairs of them. Uh, the two that have been damaged, I won't have attack right now, but uh, the two, two of them are going after Bakar, and they get a, oh no, that is not going to hit. They are both going to swing and miss at you, Bakar, as you dodge out of the way, since you're embarrassing uh. <laughs> Don't worry, Bakar. No bones about it. You're good. <laughs> Many bones about Something it. about sticks and stones. Yeah. Uh, they break my bones. Uh, and uh, Words hurt forever, though. Losing my sword makes me cry. The other two attack uh, Orin, and does a 16 hit you? Not quite. Not quite? Okay, perfect. Uh, so they swing at you, and you jump out of the way of their uh, scary spookiness. And, uh, oh, T, that is definitely going to miss you. Uh, three does not hit your beefed up uh, armor class, right? Nope. Okay, Doesn't so, uh... Doesn't scratch my shin guards. So they, uh, they all swing and miss at you with their, uh, their broken, dilapidated weapons. And, uh, it's back up to T. They're going to get scalded later, you know? <laughs> all this terrible performance. It's time for a little brawling. So brawl. Gonna, Let's have a scrap. I'm also gonna help out the car here. So I'm gonna run and punch the skeleton that her sword's in. Okay. And right as Ooh. I punch, I'm gonna actually get Eldritch Blast instead. Okay, go ahead. Uh sixteen. That will hit. Uh seventeen damage. Seventeen damage. So uh oh. Our little little giant, <laughs> uh, in starting his starting quarterback. That's him. Yeah, yeah. I think that's sports, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> he's gonna get a touchdown. That's for sure. <laughs> he's gonna get a touchdown. Uh, so you you uh, square up with your fist and punch at uh, the the rib cage of the uh, skeleton who's uh, got. Bakar's sword lodged into it, and as you punch, you just kind of blast off an Eldritch Blast into its uh, xiphoid process, and it just op- 
obliterates the motherfucker. And uh, Bakar's sword uh, flies through the air and lands uh, sword into the ground uh, behind you guys. Uh, so all you need to do is pick it up uh, uh, on your turn, Bakar. Uh, now, okay. but you are down one skeleton. There are seven more, uh, and only one of them. Go Giants! Only one of them has damage on them now. Those poor skeletons just wanted to socialize. <laughs> I really don't think they should. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oren, what would you like to do? Well, let's see. First thing I'm going to do is throw a cure wounds at Picar. Wait, did he get hurt at all? Uh, nope. No, I'm sorry. I wasn't thinking. Sorry. Bacar just lost his sword. Damage. No need to do that then. Yep. My um, soul hurts if you can fix that. <laughs> Not enough magic in the world, Bacar. Can't do that. Sorry. <sighs> <laughs> All right. This final fill. Well, it since my sword didn't do much, I'm going to try one shot with my bow. Okay. So you're going to go for the one you already damaged? Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Roll was only. It was 14. The roll was 14? Yeah. Ty, go Ty goes to the attacker. Alright. Wait, is that... What? I think so. Ty goes to the attacker, right? I think it usually Ty goes to defender, isn't it? Uh, apparently, we've been doing it wrong. Uh, I was just informed... You can look it up. I would, yeah, I was just informed last night, apparently, that it is Ty goes to the attacker. So, oh, okay. Alright, uh, so I'll do my two, my two my rolls because... then. First damage, D8, I got 8 damage. The lightning damage, I got 2. That's 10 total. Uh, 10 total? Yeah. That is wonderful. Uh, you uh, knock back your uh, your uh, bow of uh, electric boogaloo-ness, uh, and uh, you just off this, uh, this electrified... Uh, uh, arrow into the eye socket of the skeleton and as it just it completely electrifies it looks like <laughs> it looks like when you electrify a, a cartoon and it skeleton shows <laughs> and then it just kind of to dust down onto the ground so you've uh, destroyed your second skeleton for the evening and uh, you still have one more uh, attack all right. Hmm. Well, no, no sense holding back on it. Throw another arrow at the, uh, another one, an undamaged one. Uh, there, there are another only one undamaged me? ones. Yep. I'm sorry. What is there? Were there two attacking me? Right. Uh. <coughs> yes. Well, then I'll throw one. Uh, hurl an arrow at one of them. Okay. Perfect. That was only a thirteen. That was a thirteen. That will not hit. Uh, All right. You uh you shoot off your arrow and it and it snakes right through the uh the rib cage the Fuck. third and fourth rib. <laughs> Wait, uh, you're not ribbing me on that, are you? Uh, Joshin? <laughs> I thought it was humorous. Yeah. <laughs> uh. All right. Uh. <laughs> well, hopefully. <laughs> uh, Bakar, what are you gonna do? <laughs> I'll go and pick up my sword. Okay. And then go after the closest skeleton again. God, I don't want to lose it again. Uh, uh, that is 22. 22 will hit, yep. And then 9 for damage. And 
nine to damage. So, uh, yeah, and that's three of that's radiant damage. I don't know if that hurts skeletons at all. Three of that is radiant. Okay, so uh, then that would be six damage altogether. Uh, Nice. Uh, You go to attack it, and uh, as your uh, sword connects with it, you uh, a, a bit of holy light burns into the the skeletal bones and you you uh it it ignites slightly just sparking uh as you hit it because uh radiance against skeletons does an all right job nice. so you negate the uh the slashing uh stuff to it so Woo. and that is your only attack cuz you had to use an action to pick up your sword yep so the uh there are Six skeletons remaining, and so they'll do again the uh, uh, attacking each person uh, separately. Bakar, uh, that will not hit you at all. That is an eight. Nope. Oren, a ten does not hit you, right? And don't, nope. And T, that definitely doesn't hit you. That is a two. So they do not hit you once more. They uh, they all kind of swing at you, and 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 they're slow enough that you are able enough to dodge they kind of like when i when i see them swinging i i picture like the old timey stop at uh stop motion uh skeletal things from like clash of the titans things like that (laughs) and so they're just kind of uh jolty in their movements um but uh back up to t what are you uh gonna do with your skeletons you've got one damaged uh near uh near oren and uh five that are not well, I think I'm gonna run up to an undamaged one. Okay. And I'm gonna keep the brawling spirit. And I'm gonna run up next You're to it. You're gonna keep the what? I'm sorry. The brawling spirit, and I'm gonna eldritch blast in the wrong direction and backhand it in the face. Oh, so you're using your eldritch blast to uh, propel a bitch slap? Correct. Nice. I like that. Rocket powered slap. <laughs> so you're really channeling like uh uh Joe DiMaggio in this, huh? Correct. <laughs> Alright, go ahead. That's a uh seventeen. Seventeen? That'll hit it. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna give you your Eldritch Blast damage because I, I think that's fantastic. Oh, Alright. Twenty-three. Jesus fuck. Uh, all right. So uh, as you, uh, I rolled two you, tens. Nice, nice. Uh, so as you run up to uh, to the skeleton, do you have any witty retort as you uh, go to backslap him? Damn no, no, I do not. You don't have any 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 bone puns. Nope sadness <laughs> so you run up you run up to this uh this skeleton and you was like i swear i had something for this and you just pop off an eldritch blast out of your palm and it rockets rockets your uh the back of your hand across its face and it and its head spins and just pops literally off and off into the distance and it just kind of falls to the ground and uh not a good time to lose one's head there you go there's a there's a fun <laughs> for you <ya. laughs> 
Uh, and so uh, you knock out one of the other skeletons. So uh, there are five remaining. One is damaged. Uh, it is now Oren's turn. All right. Think in here. I have to throw. Let's see. Shoot an arrow at one undamaged one. That is an eight. Mm. That's no good. That is that one is not going to hit. You uh, also shoot your arrow through. Uh, this one's at seventh and eighth rib. All right. I'm going to try another one. One more try. Oh, 17. That one will hit. And this was against the damaged one or an undamaged? Un. Okay. 10 damage total. 10 damage total. All right. So uh, as you uh, just send this uh, this arrow, it it lodges into uh, between uh, its fibia and tibia and just shocks it. And it falls to the ground momentarily and shakily stands back up. It is looking very, very worse off. It is shaking and shuddering in uh, in the night. Uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, you've got two damaged ones and three remaining undamaged ones. Bakar, what would you like to do? Uh, I'll just keep attacking on these very spooky, scary skeletons. Scary, spooky skeletons. Perfect. Yep. Spooky, scary skeletons, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> I find it funny because uh, my roommate calls me um, skeleton. So. <laughs> Sometimes I'll say, hey, skeleton. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, um, that would be a 10. That is a 10? That will not hit. Try again. Like, move your tail. There we go. Oh my god, move your tail. Oh, there we go. Why are you doing this to me, guys? 11. 11 also will miss. So uh, you uh, you run up to a couple of the skeletons and maybe maybe you're just uh, shivering in fright and you miss right by... You just swing right by him, each one missing. I don't know if you just feel akin to them because you're called skeleton mm-hmm. and you just, just don't feel like hitting it. I'm s- <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry, skeleton. You're just so misunderstood. <laughs> All right, uh, but uh, then it is the skeleton's turn again, and there is uh, enough to still do that. Uh, uh, only one attacks Bakar, and that is that is a nat 20. One of them uh, looks to you, and that is a... Oof, six damage. Yeah. Uh, you take. I feel that. You take a. I feel that right in my bones. <laughs> uh, you take a. Uh, you take a, a broken short sword across the uh, the the chest from one of the skeletons, and then uh, Oren. Ooh, that is an eighteen. Does that hit you? Yep. An eighteen will hit you for. Uh, That'll be uh, four damage. The uh, the two skeletons uh, raise up behind you and both slash one at your front and one at your back for a couple damage apiece uh, for four damage. And uh, does a 17 hit your beefed up armor class, uh, T? Uh, yes, it does. That does? Okay. So the two remaining uh, oof, will uh, attack you for eight damage altogether. Uh Oh, that's not cool. Yeah. Uh, they actually uh, did some damage against you. Oof. Well, uh, <laughs> can I uh, Hellish Rebuke? 
You can. I'd like to do that. Does that work on both of them? Uh, I'd assume only one, probably. Okay. By all means. Rebuke them hellishly. You must make a dexterity saving throw. A dex save. Perfect. Uh, oh, straight up whatever it is. Uh, whew, that is a 19. Okay, you win. You win? So Does you it do... Will, uh, yeah, you'll take half damage. Half damage, okay. Uh, it'll be 10. 10? Alright, so... Uh, after being attacked by this uh, skeleton... You you turn around and just give him a a nasty nasty uh, look and uh, fling him through the uh, the bowels of hell and as he returns he is slightly charred and shaking, uh, barely holding on to uh, his marrow. <laughs> uh, but not not dead yet, or not not beaten yet, close. Uh, so it is uh, now actually your turn, uh, T. What would you like to do? Um. Well, shoot. Here. You know, I'm just gonna go with a straight punch this time. Okay. On that charred guy. On the charred one. Yep. Sure. Uh. 19. That will hit him. Four damage. Four damage. Perfect. Uh, so you, uh, after sending him through hell, uh, as he comes back, he's shuddering, and in that, that moment of hesitation that he has, you, you see your opportunity. Line. And just... <laughs> and you just... <laughs> you just uh, jump up and clothesline at its neck, and it just knocks it to the ground, and as it hits the ground, it just shatters into a, a, an ashen, charred pieces of, of bone. Uh, and you are down down to four of the skeletons. Oren, what would you like to do? You've got uh, two damaged, two undamaged. Well, I'm going to make a physical... You know what? I'm going to do what T did, and I throw a punch at each one, at one of one and a punch at another. Be like, I've been boning up on how to fight you guys. Your bone damage. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Uh, uh, do you have so humorous? <laughs> We've already made the humorous joke. It's still good. Though. <laughs> yeah. uh, go ahead. Um, with a with a straight punch, we'll just go uh, your strength. All right. Fifteen. Fifteen. I'll uh, hit. Is that a d10 did roll for that or what? A d8. Uh, what does your, uh, bow do? Uh, I use D8 and D4. D8. We'll do a D8 D6. We'll, we'll do a D6 because it's, uh, right. just, just your unarmored. Four for the first one. Okay. Now for the second attack, the other guy, uh, 20, oh, sorry, 19. 19 will hit. Hit, and five damage on the second one. In your first attack, you uh, wind up and and you 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 punch at this uh, this skeleton and you you hit him in the face hard enough that it cracks his uh, skull a little bit and it kind of just encases your hand for a second and then you turn and with the skull in your hand 
uh, on your hand. You punch the second skeleton, and in doing so does a little extra damage. So you've knocked out one of them, and one is holding on to dear life, uh, just kind of like cracking. It, its skull is fractured and just kind of barely holding on. Uh, so there is one very close to being done and two undamaged uh, remaining. Bakar, what would you like to do? I'll attack it. You'll mm-hmm. attack the damaged one or the undamaged ones? Damaged one. Okay. Damaged one. That was 19. 19? That will hit him. 12 damage plus 3 radiant. 12 damage plus 3. That would be 15 yeah. damage. You uh, take your uh, medieval lightsaber and slash down at this uh, this damaged foe. And as as you hit, it like connects in a spot that's already cracked. So it just kind of slices through the, uh, the skull and it just breaks down. Uh, so you have two remaining uh, skeletons. Both are undamaged. Hmm. So that was my sword skulls. Your, souls, <laughs> your sword skulls? Yeah, You're not okay. funny, Bakar. Yep. Take that back. <laughs> Don't worry. Try harder. No. Okay. Then you don't have to. It won't make it. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, you've got one more attack. What would you like to do, Bakar? Uh, go after uh, another one. That'd be 26. That's going to hit. Yeah. And uh, nine damage overall. Nine damage overall. What was the uh, radiant on it? Three. So uh, you uh, swing at one of the other remaining skeletons, and uh, you uh, cleave at it, knocking off one of its arms. Uh, not the arm that has the sword in it, but you knock off one of the arms, uh, and uh, so he was both disarmed and not disarmed, right? Yes, he was <laughs> disarmed but not unarmed. He was, yeah, yeah. He's still armed and dangerous. He's he's partially armed and dangerous. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but then the uh, two remaining, the damaged one, uh, will swing his uh, sword at Bakar. Uh, that is a uh, ninth. 19- does that hit your armor class? Yep. Perfect. Well, it ties with it. It ties with it. So then uh, damage to the attacker for a whopping three damage to you. I'm hurt. I'm so hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you seem you seem very damaged now. Uh, oh, my God. Also, pain, you took, took some uh, hit points off. Uh, and then the other one, uh, we're going to go for uh, Orin. And that, that's going to miss you. Seven doesn't hit your armor class. Oh, well, wait. Maybe it did. Let me just check my sheet. Of course it didn't hit it. For <laughs> <sake>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it swings at uh, Orin, and Orin definitely dodges out of the way. Uh, then uh, it is up to T. T, what do you got? You got one uh, damaged uh, skeleton and one undamaged. Uh, you know, I'll, I'm a team player. I'll set it up for them to win. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go and slide tackle into the undamaged skeleton's ankles. Okay, so you're just gonna prone him. Yeah, we'll do uh, we'll we'll do that at grappling. We'll do uh, strength to strength. Go ahead and uh, roll your uh, d20 for strength. Sixteen. Oh, definitely does not beat him. So uh, you s- slide into home, being uh, his ankles. And uh, knock him to the ground. He uh, uh, hits the ground, and his broken short sword uh, 
scatters away, so he is armlet uh disarmed as well. Uh and we'll say the fall damage gave him a couple couple uh, couple off there, so uh it is uh Oren's turn. You've got a you've got a prone one on the ground and uh a I am gonna dash up to the prone one and kick his head off. You're gonna kick his head off. All so right, right into on. it, like punt it, like fr- like I'm frickin' Pele aiming for the goal. <laughs> By all means, go ahead and roll for it. All right, nineteen. Oh, I was so hoping you were gonna get a nat one there and kick T instead. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. No. Uh, nineteen will hit. Yeah, go ahead and uh, roll Damage your damage. Uh... Roll is six from my D8. That is a six. All right, so uh, you knock its head off. Uh, but its arms are still wailing about on the ground. It is. It's not finished yet. It's. It's. It want. It wants to uh, find its head. <laughs> well, it does want to get a head in life, right? Yeah. So uh, you do have another attack. What would you like to do? Should I say unlife? They're. They're really just a skeleton crew. Yep. All that's left. <laughs> All right. Um. Gonna take the. Maybe they take like a. Wait. Can I pick up like part of another skeleton and hit this one with it? You very well could. Alright, I'm gonna do that. Just grab, like, a femur or something and just, like, wallop this thing, this, like, rib cage, try and break it. Okay, go ahead. Uh, roll for damage. Or roll for attack, hit, thing. Uh, hit is 15. 15. F- 15 will hit it. Is it the same D8 for this, or look at D6? Yeah, D8's fine for that one. Alright. 6. Wait, no, sorry, that's 5. 5. 5. 5 damage. That's, that's a 5? Okay. Uh, so. In your best impersonation of one of the apes in front of the obelisk, uh, <laughs> I was just thinking of that. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, take this. Uh, this I take a motherfucker and beat him with another motherfucker. <laughs> you take a motherfucker and beat him with another motherfucker. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and you slam down uh, uh, this femur onto his ribcage and just shatters it. So you guys are down to the last remaining skeleton that is uh, that has was... one arm and a, a broken short sword in that arm. Uh, Bakar, mm-hmm. what would you like to do? Just want to say that was fibulous. <laughs> Tibula. Tibia? <laughs> Jesus. Um, go after another one. Go ahead. 22. That is going to hit. Yep. 10 with 3 uh, radiant damage. Uh yeah no that uh you uh choke up on your uh your longsword and you uh take a take a nice step and swing and just slash right through its uh right through the side of um side of its chest and cleave it clean in half as it falls to the ground and just breaks into however many bones there are in a human body two hundred six. Yeah, that one. Sure. That sounds right. <laughs> Give or take a few, depending on how much we've got. I mean, rid it's of. missing at least a few because its arm is gone. But, but uh, yeah, so you guys have uh, defeated the vanguard of skeletons outside the mausoleum. Congratulations. What would you like to do? Uh, you are at the uh, entrance to the mausoleum and the catacombs below. feel like you need to collect candy. You feel like you need to collect candy. There isn't any. <laughs> well, I'm sad now. 
Well, don't uh, worry. We can go down this mausoleum. It's a nice place for you to cry. Let's go. Well, let's grab their legs and start digging. Get this shindig start started. <laughs> <laughs> the shindig started. <laughs> oh, God. That was horrible. And I love that it. That was fantastic. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to episode 19 of the Tantalus Tales. Let's get this shindig started. Uh, <laughs> uh, it has taken me a bit to get this one out, but I hope you enjoyed it. Episode 20 I'm going to try and have out uh, next week. And next week also is going to be our one year anniversary of doing the Tantalus Tales, and I'm I'm very excited for that. Uh, we we've grown exponentially in this year, and it's all thanks to you all. Uh, thank you to our Patreon supporters. Thank you to the people that follow us, the people that share us. Everyone, uh, we started this thing just wanting to tell a story amongst four friends and it has turned into a lot of fun for us and the fact that there are as many people listening as there happen to be is frankly scary <laughs> but uh with the one year anniversary we're going to try and give away a couple of emergency D&D &D sets uh, we found these little tiny dice uh, that we made emergency D&D uh, &D sets uh, for those points in your life where you happen to need to play D&D &D to save your life, I guess. <laughs> uh, we're going to be doing two giveaways with that, uh, one for the general listeners and one for exclusively our Patreon supporters. So if you want uh, extra options of doing that, uh, feel free to help us financially through Patreon. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're all over the place. Um, so thank you so much again. And thank you to What's Good for the Use of Their Song intro. Uh, it's become a staple in our show. And I don't think I would know what to do without that one. Um, also, uh, one last thing. We are going to try and uh, expand Vern's shop. Uh, so if you have any ideas for fun weapons or armor or items that we can drop into Vern's shop... Uh, shoot us a an email or a message on on Twitter. Uh, our email again is thetantalustales at gmail dot com. Uh, if we use your item, we'll we'll shout you out. If you've got Twitter or uh, Instagram or anything like that, please let us know what you think. Uh, we are so looking forward to what's coming up in the future for the Tantalus Tales, and we're glad that you're here on the ride with us. I will see you again 
next week for episode 20. Uh, bye. <laughs>